time for the PSL Radio Show. For all you need to know about the Premier Soccer League, fixtures, results, and all the latest news. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. PSL Radio Show. Good evening to you. Welcome to the PSL Radio Show Second Jalo. I'm Brad Brown with you this evening until 7 o'clock. And thanks to, to the MoneyWeb team. They're back again tomorrow with uh, the week's wrap of the markets. Coming up on tonight's show, we've got a special guest in studio here in Cape Town. Probably been one of the most talked about moves in the off-season so far. Talking about Teko Modise. Uh, he has joined Cape Town City and he's joined us here in our Seapoint studios in Cape Town. But let's uh, get through some of the stories making headlines today first. And we start with football. Leflololo Masilela has been withdrawn from the Bafana Bafana squad to face Botswana in the 2018 Chan qualifiers. The Bafana Bafana midfielder who was initially unavailable for the clash as he was contracted to an overseas club was included after his release from that contract. The rules of the tournament, however, state that only players who play in domestic leagues are eligible to play. And as Masalel is not contracted to any local club, he's unable to partake in that tournament. In transfer news, Orlando Pirates announced that they've signed goalkeeper Wayne Sandylands after his contract with Mamelodi Sundowns has come to an end. Wayne Rooney scored on his return to Everton as they edged Kenyan side Gormahia 2-1 in their Sportpesa Super Cup clash earlier today. And also a little bit earlier than that, Arsenal beat uh, Sydney FC in a club friendly by two goals to nil. On to some tennis now. It was ladies' semi-final day at the All England Club and both those semis uh, pretty much one-sided spats. The finalists are decided and joining us now from London is Simon Cambers. Simon, uh, there were two interesting semi-finals but uh, I think we expected a bit more. We did. We were looking forward to two potential crackers of semi-finals but what we got were two very impressive performances from the winners and the final will be between Venus Williams and Garbina Muguruza of Spain. For Venus Williams, it's an incredible story, isn't it? She's 37 years old. She's the oldest finalist here since Martina Navratilova in 1994. And she was too good, really, for Joanna Conta, the British hope. She was 6-4-6-2. Venus had a couple of break points to save in the first set. She did that nicely. And then she broke Conta in the very next game. And from the moment she won the first set, she was pretty much unstoppable. So she will be looking to win her sixth. Wimbledon title if she can beat Muguruza on Saturday. But that's not going to be easy because Muguruza played some great stuff herself in beating Magdalena Rodarikova of Slovakia. 6-1, 6-1. Muguruza, the runner-up here two years ago. She won the French Open last year for her first Grand Slam title. And she is looking very, very strong. And who knows, maybe she can upset Venus Williams and take out the title on Saturday. That is Simon Cambers coming to us from London. On to cricket, the Proteus fast bowler Mornay Morkel says losing Kajiso Rabada to suspension is a huge blow to the South African bowling attack. Rabada was suspended after a verbal incident with Ben Stokes in the first test at Lords, which South Africa lost by 211 runs. Morkel says Rabada's absence leaves a massive void. Obviously going to miss Kaiji. I mean, the ability to bowl long spells, uh, fast, you know, with a lot of energy. Um, you know, we're going to miss that. Can't lie. There's no, you can't lie about that. But uh, once again, it's an opportunity for another guy to to step into his place and and put his hand up. And uh, yeah, I think as a bowling unit, you know, like I said, we can just need to need to you know, put whatever happened in the last test behind us and with Gagey, with everything, and just focus on on, on Friday. Morkel says there's one positive going into the test, and that's the return of skipper Faf Duplessis from paternity leave. Yes, he was the chosen one months ago to lead this team, and he's done so well in Australia. 
Um, you know, obviously with the batter as well, you know, a guy that averages high, high 40s. Um, you know, he's, he's a guy that will lead from the front, you know, with a bat, like I said, and on the field. So it's great to have him back. Um, yeah, so, you know, I think, you know, as a team, you know, we're very energised to, to have our leader back. And, you know, hopefully we, also as senior players, can give him that support role, supporting role. On to rugby now, Ibn Etzebeth and Franz Malhadabal will start for the Stormers against the Bulls, while Juan de Jong and Sukumbuzo Noche will uh, feature from the bench. Good news for Springbok centre, Rowan Janssen van Rensburg. He could make his Super Rugby return from injury for the Lions against the Sharks this weekend. Uh, he has been named on the bench. On to hockey and the Men's Hockey World League continues in Johannesburg today. Earlier, Ireland beat Egypt by two goals to one. France down Japan for one. Spain lost 2-0 to Argentina. And the match that's taking place at the moment, South Africa are in action against Germany, and Germany have the early lead. It is 1-0 in that clash. On to netball, the Spa Baby Pro Tears. Chances of reaching the semi-finals of the netball, uh, netball Youth Cup were halted today. They lost 69-32 to defending champions New Zealand in Gaborone. Finland's Miko Ilinen is on 7-under and has a two-stroke lead at the Scottish Open over the chasing pack of five, which includes Ricky Fowler and Ian Poulter. Thomas Aiken is the leading South African. He's tied for 13th, four strokes off the pace. The second stage of the Berg River Canoe Marathons concluded and it saw overnight leaders consolidate their leads, but as Dave McLeod uh, reports, it was not without incident. Stage 2 is the kingmaker stage of the Berg, where race-winning margins are set up before the batch start of the long third stage. Hungarian ace Adrian Boros went out hot from the gun, but he got lost in the thick trees, allowing local star Graham Solomon to charge past him into the lead. Once the shallow river deepened somewhat, Boros kicked up a gear and then ground out a three-minute lead over Solomon by the end of the shortened 33-kilometer second stage. Behind him, there was more drama. Third-placed British paddler Keith Moore trashed his boat and had to swap boats to be able to finish. That allowed Tom Lovemore back onto the podium. In the women's race, Bianca Bevett raced steadily to double her race lead to half an hour over the tussling Robin Henderson and Kirsten Penderis. Dave McLeod at the Berg River Canoe Marathon. And finally, stage 12 of the Tour de France headed into the Pyrenees today, and it was a thrilling stage. France's uh, Romain Bardet won the stage with Fabio Aru, who's now the new race leader, finishing second. He wrestled the yellow jersey away from Chris Froome on the final climb of the day. Louis Mankis is 10th on the general classification after finishing 4th in today's stage. Coming up next on the PSL Radio Show, Second Jala, we'll be chatting football and life in Cape Town with Teko Modise. This month, we celebrate the father of the nation, the great Nelson Mandela, who ushered in reconciliation and democracy in our divided country. For most people, that's a tough act to follow. But every time you respect others, forgive and reach out a helping hand, you're making South Africa a little better, just like Madiba. And we'll be taking part in a host of activities to keep Madiba's legacy alive. Do your part and live his legacy. SABC. On planting the seeds here on South Africa's news and information leader. I always encourage other women to start their own business, to get, especially in the futures while there is. Um, um, money to be made, but it's hard to kind of convince people from office work to in the agriculture. Claudia Williams is uh, in the business of food picking and she's based in the Western Cape province. 
tune in 5 a.m. weekdays with me, Asanda Matsawinyani. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. If you just tuned in, you're listening to South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Brad Brown with you until 7 o'clock this evening. It is the off-season, but uh, there's no rest for the wickets. Uh, most of the teams are in pre-season training. I know Bidvest Vitz are down in Cape Town uh, on a camp at the moment. And there's been lots of talk uh, from a transfer perspective. Players moving, coaches moving, speculation. But one of uh, the big uh, sort of moves this season so far in the off-season is take what he says move to Cape Town City. And uh, he joins us now in our Seapoint Studios. Take a welcome to Cape Town. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's good to, good to have you here. You've only been in, in town for a, for a few days. How, have, you, have, you, have you found settling in with, with the citizens? I mean, it was, it was, it was great, especially the, um, the first session. Um, the guys welcomed me very well. And, um, yeah, I'm still trying to settle in, and um, hopefully um, I'll enjoy Cape Town. Talk to me about starting up at a, at a new club. You've been around football for many, many years. You're a veteran in South African circles now. Yeah. Do you, do, coming and arriving at a new club, you obviously know a lot of the players because you've played against them. You've played at sort of at national team level. You've probably played with some of them at, at other clubs. Is it still nervous starting at a new club? Is it, is it a tough feeling? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's still nerve-wracking. But, um, but yet again... Um, it's always easy when you when you, when you know uh, most of the guys, and uh, it makes it easier for you as a new player. And um, and like I said, like they they welcome me very well, and then it makes it easier for me as well to adjust, which is very important. I need to adjust quicker because the league is about to start. And um, and yeah, I man, like I'm saying, like I'm enjoying um, the training sessions. Why Cape Town City? I mean, it wasn't it wasn't that difficult. I mean, everybody knows how Cape Town City played last season, and. Um, and I think the the most important factor was Benny. You know, after speaking to Benny, I wanted to move here as soon as possible. Let's talk about Benny. New coach, obviously for you, new club as well. You you've had lots of experience. You've you've played alongside Benny. It's a different role now with yes. with someone that you've known for a long, long time as your coach. Uh, it must be an exciting prospect. Yeah, I mean it is. I mean, um, as we all know, every coach in the whole world have been in Benny's position before, and. Uh, Benny as he is, I mean, he's a player, he was a player that won so many things, and as a coach, I'm sure he wants to win so many things as well, he wants to achieve, and uh, there's no difference with, with me as well, I still want to achieve, and uh, I want to be part of his success. You've won lots uh, throughout your career, I mean, you've, yeah. you won a trophy with, with Pirates in, in the early days, and you've won lots with Mamelodi Sundowns, you're not coming to Cape Town for a holiday, you want to win titles? Yeah, I mean, I want to win titles, I mean, I've, I've watched them when they lifted the, the, the Telkom Cup, and um, I want to be part of the... Um, the victories that we're going to have this season and uh, I just want to try and help as much as I can so we can start winning bigger things you know the league is, 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 is the most important one and um, as we open now in the season there's going to be a top 8 and that also is, it is important so we need to try and win everything that's on our way Tell me, tell me your thoughts of, of Cape Town City last season when, when you, you're still with Sundowns you, you're looking at this club I mean they, they touted it as this new club obviously it's new in name and, and yeah. city but they, they had a core of players that came from, from Pumalanga Black Aces yeah. great sides I mean what were your thoughts as, as an opposition I mean first of all it was very difficult to play against Cape Town City you know uh, at Sundowns we, we used to analyse opponents so well but we always have difficulties playing against them and we lost home and away and uh, normally at Sundowns it doesn't happen that way and uh, 
as players as well, sometimes we used to speak about Captain City players, how free they are, you know, how how expressive they are on the pitch. And uh, that's one thing also that made me think of Captain City because I want to be expressive on the pitch, I want to be free. In the midst of being free, I also want to get results. So that's why I'm here. Looking at the caliber of players that you, you've got around you at, at, at City, some, some good youngsters in there. Yeah, there's very uh, there's good youngsters um, and Lebu as well. You know, um, he's he's incredible. And uh, for him to win those trophies, it wasn't a fluke. Everybody everybody knew that he was he was going to win those things. And um, my, um, was the other one as well, Aubrey Aubrey Gomez as well yeah. is very good. So there's so many players. Patosi as well just joined the team is very very good. So so there's so many good players within the team, and uh, I just hope that everybody will work together and uh, have one goal, which is to win and win. And it's not just, I mean, they won the, the Telkom knockout, as you, as you say, but uh, you want to win the league. It's not just about winning these one-off cups. You, you want to win the, yeah, the big yeah. thing. Yeah, I mean, I want to win the league because I was, I was speaking to the guys um, yesterday. We were having lunch, and I was just also saying that there's so many footballers in, the, in this country that play football on the highest level, and uh, they retire without winning anything. And uh, I don't mean cups. You know, cups, anybody can win them. I'm saying they retire without winning the league. And um, I just... Emphasize the importance of winning the league. I told them that it's important to win the league. So when those opportunities don't come, you have a bragging right to say that I've won the league. And winning the league, of course, is going to require a lot of work. But I mean, we've got a bunch of energized youngsters, so I think we're capable. As far as winning goes, I mean, it's a habit, and we've seen it with with a team like Mamelodi Sundowns. It's consistency and and winning yeah. week in and week out. Yeah. Do you think Cape Town City's got what it takes to to do that? I mean, it's all it's all in the mind. I think if 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 we can if we can buy into the idea of trying to win the league and have a plan, uh, and then we follow the plan, I think it's it's, it's achievable. I mean, the Sundowns as well. When Peter arrived, you know, Sundowns have been won the league for so many years, and then he had a plan, and all the players followed the plan, and we started winning things. So I think uh, the same mentality can be implemented within the team. Just obviously in the whole world, we copy we copy good things. So we need to also as, as captains need to copy good things that are happening around the world and. I mean, the sky's the limit. Not my little Sundance, though. <laughs> <laughs> going, going to a new club, and, yeah. and let's talk Sundowns. I mean, you, you, cool. you had great success at, yeah. at Sundowns. Lots of titles. I mean, you, you've won a, an African Championship. Yeah. You, you won the Super Cup as well, which was which is fantastic. Looking at the season ahead and looking at that fixture list and seeing when City's playing Sundowns, does it... I mean, how do you feel? I mean, you've obviously spent many happy years there. You've got great memories there. But how does it feel as a professional to, to have to play against guys that you, you've played with for so many years? I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be difficult because they know how I play and because I've been with them so many years. And the coach knows me so well because he's coached me like for like eight years or so. So it's going to be very, very difficult. But at the end of the day, I need to be a professional footballer and play according to the instructions of the coach. Don't, um, I don't need to personalize everything because it's not like the Sundowns. I left there we, when we were fighting. It was, it was, I enjoyed my stay there and we had a mutual agreement for me to move over here. So it's going to be an interesting game, but not only an interesting game, we're going to have an interesting season because um, I think Captain Seed is one of, one of the teams to be beaten this year. So um, I just hope that everybody is, is, is ready for war. There's obviously lessons to take out of Sundowns' success, which you can bring to, to Cape Town City and, and things that you've learned. What, what do you think's been the, the secret to, to Mamelodi Sundowns' success over the last few seasons? I think, I think um, the mentality of the coach they have. You know, he is one guy that is obsessed of winning. You know, and uh, he wants to win everything. Like sometimes when he speaks about winning, it's 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 annoying and it's crazy. It doesn't <laughs> matter what kind of tournament we play. It might be an off-season tournament. He wants to win. And that's the mentality that players started having. And I think 
that's one thing that also we can learn from that and we if we want to win it doesn't matter whether it's a friendly or not like I was speaking to one of the strikers the other day I said um, for for you to become a top striker, for you to get used to scoring, you need to hit the net. Even if there's no goalkeeper, just get used to hitting the net. That will automatically, you know, be stored in your brain. So that whenever you had an opportunity like that, you know, your, your brain will remember that there's an opportunity that you had once in training with whatsoever. So, so I just I'm 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 also here as well to 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 to, to share my experience with the younger ones and 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 help the team as well um, to to create a success. Let's talk about the younger ones and, and let's talk about your career. I think you started with Rio Stars in 2001. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's nearly it's 15, 16 years <laughs> that you, you've been playing. Yeah. How's the game changed in South Africa, in your opinion, over that time? I mean, back then when I started, um, not many coaches believed in youngsters. And I struggled as well as a youngster to, to make it through the team. I played uh, probably maybe eight, eight games within my first year. And uh, <coughs> sorry, it was difficult. And uh, but luckily, I had great uh, senior players around me. Luckily, Hwati was there. So I and uh, at the time, I was the youngest player in, in the team. So I was guided very well. I was I was taught so many things in football that I never knew. And um, yeah, I man, you grow as a player. And the transition from there to 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 to, to look at it now. I mean, the game is progressive. You know, every season we we see new things in Europe. Pep Guardiola is coming with new things. Uh, Mourinho is coming with new things. So we need to copy as well. And that's what Sundance is doing. They copy every good thing that's happening around the world and implementing their in their game. So I don't think we're any different. We are an ambitious team. So if we are an ambitious team, we need to copy good things from other people. Does it all boil down to money? I mean, you mentioned Sundowns. There's obviously deep pockets and thick checkbooks. <laughs> Does it, is, is that what makes the difference? I mean, you, you look at the big super clubs, the Real Madrids, the Manchester Uniteds. They've obviously got, got big money behind them. Is that the, the key to succeeding in football today? I mean, it, it used to be, it, it, it used to be um, the perception of Sundowns before because so many players were signed and, and with big monies and then we find that in the years they get loaned out, they get sold out because they never, you know, um, played that well. But I mean, things started changing when Peter came through, and then he instilled the, this winning mentality, and everybody was sort of on the same path. So we all wanted to win. Obviously, they've got a big pocket; they can sign whoever they want to sign. But 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 Captain Cedar's always got talent, hence so many teams want to sign half of the team. So if we keeping <laughs> if we keeping our talent, and we have this, that same mentality, I think we can compete. With with all the big teams in South Africa, and I know for a fact, not that I'm taking other teams for granted. I know for a fact that people are strongly, strongly, strongly standing a chance of winning the league this season. Is Sundowns and, and Verts because of the consistency that I've been having for so many years, and um, I think also we 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 are the dark horse. So I think we we stand a good chance. I think we need to improve from the position that we're at number three. I think we need to improve every season because if you're not uh, progressive, you're not improving, then what's the point of playing? But how exciting is it in South African football at the moment? If you look at the last season, what a—I mean, what an advert for the game! And, and if you look at the way the league went down to the wire, it was—it was down to the last second, last week of of, of games. I yeah, mean, yeah. City were in it right till the last minute. Yeah. It was between between Vitz and and and, uh, and, and Sundowns. Yeah. Vitz winning it for the first time in in the history of, of their club. Yeah. It, it says a lot for South African football that it's it's not been dominated by a Sundowns or a Chiefs or exactly. a Pirates as it has in the past, and it, it bodes well for the future. Exactly, and that's what I was saying to the guys. That this thing of of, of of looking at it like Mamluk Sundowns, Chiefs, and Pirates are the only ones that are going to win the league. Things have changed now. Vets have won the league, and uh, Vets had a plan as well. They implemented the plan and they stuck to the plan. Uh, I don't think we 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 need to uh, look at ourselves like a team that won't or can't win the league. We can. We actually can. We just need to stick to the plan and uh, win our home games. It's possible. They've beaten Sundowns here, so it can happen again. 
You know what I mean? So, so, and I was also telling that if we can lose to Pirates, Sundowns, and Chiefs and win other games and win the league. So, to win the league in South Africa, you just need 60 points. And for you to get to 60 points, you need to also calculate the games that you play and, and put them in brackets so that you know what you're doing. You set yourself targets in five games. That's what we did at Sundowns. And, um, and then, then, then after accumulating so many points, and then you look at yourself, then you see how, how many points you left with for you to win the league. Because Vets, if you can see with Vets, I think one with 60. 60, 64, 60-something, mm. and then when we won it, we won it 72 points. It was very difficult to get to 72 points. As much as we made history, it was very, very difficult to get to 60, 72 points. I don't think now there's any team that will get into 72 points because every team now is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So what you saw last season within the teams, I think it's going to be the same. It's going to be more difficult this season because now everybody feels uh, they they can also do well. Vitz has done well. It has proven so. So everybody wants to do well. And uh, we, we, we need to also be in that race. We need to be on top three all the time until the end of the season. That's how we're going to win the league. If we have to struggle there, number five, number six, it's going to be very, very difficult for us. Absolutely. You're listening to SAFM Sport Trap. I'm Brad Brown. we touching base with Tekamodise, who's uh, touched down in Cape Town earlier this week uh, ahead of uh, a new chapter in his footballing career with Cape Town City. We'll continue our conversation next. This Saturday on the Extreme Fighting Championship, we take a look at the rise of Zimbabwe's undefeated number one flyweight title contender, Sylvester Chipfumbu. From his exciting EFC 48 debut win, right through to his incredible victory over MMA veteran Abdul Hassan. EFC Fight Nights, this Saturday at 9 p.m. on SABC3. Brought to you by SABC Sports. CSL Radio Show. Proudly brought to you by the Premier Soccer League. You're listening to South Africa's news and information leader. We're chatting football on the PSL radio show, Sekon Jalo, Tekomodise of Cape Town City, uh, in studio with us. Does that still sound weird? It's not Tekomodise of Mamelodi Sundown. Does it sunk in yet? <laughs> no, not yet, but it will soon. Tekko, let's talk Bafana Bafana. You obviously yeah. uh, represented South Africa at the highest level. Yeah. We go through patches where everything looks fantastic and then it's doom and gloom and we everybody needs to fire everyone. At the moment, the state of South African football coming off a, a very good win against uh, against. Nigeria, your thoughts on the, on the national team right now? I mean, um, Stuart Baxter came in and done things differently. I think most of the time, um, all the coaches that came to Bafana Bafana, they always speak about doing so many things differently, but once they're there, they're not doing it. They're doing the same thing that the previous coach was doing. So Stuart why, why is that? Is, is it, are they scared? Is it they, I, they I don't want to rattle cages? I don't what know. Probably maybe they... I, I wouldn't know. You know, it's... I've, I've, I, don't, I don't know. But, but luckily... You know, Stuart Baxter uh, did the difference. You know, he selected players, you know, who are supposed to be in the national team. Mm. He didn't check which team are you playing for. He selected players, rightfully so. And uh, he benched players that were supposed to be on the bench. And uh, and I was one of the players that were very happy when he beat him in Nigeria. We struggled as well. When me and Benny were still playing, we couldn't <laughs> beat them. So, um, so the, the, um, as, as long as he continues the way he's doing it, um, 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 yeah, man, the future looks bright. Uh, he reminds me of... of of Paera because he'd done the same thing as well when he came to the national team he gave everybody a chance if you can see now on the Kosafa he selected so many players he gave them a chance mm. you know you don't just select a player and bench them so he always gave them a chance and that's what you need you need players to improve the only time for them to improve is to be on the pitch and that's what he's trying to do and it gives everybody confidence that they can play for Bafana Bafana 
And for that, I mean, uh, it's it's one of those coaches when you're in a Bafana team, you want to play for your coach as much as you want to play for your country, as long as the coach believes in you. And that's what we needed. We needed a player, we needed a coach, excuse me, we needed a coach in the national team that players would believe in. As far as talent uh, at the national team level, I mean, we've got some great players, and, and it's good to see it's good to see so many of them being recognised and and, and yeah, taken yeah. to Europe, taken overseas. The likes of Keegan Dolly, Bungani yeah, yeah. uh, Zungu, who yeah. I mean, fantastic players. And then there's a, a crop of youngsters coming through. You coming mentioned through. you mentioned a couple that were with you at City, but yeah. the likes of Luther Singh is a, is another one. Yeah. It, the the future is really bright for South African football. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we've we've never we've never struggled with uh, with talent in South Africa. The future has always been bright in South Africa. Just that sometimes. The coaches never knew how to use talent in South Africa, so we need to improve. And for us to improve is, is, is to get those competitions, is to be in Africa and compete with the best in Africa for us to, to say that we, we, we want to improve. And uh, for Cape Town City as well, we're going to be participating in Africa as well. That will improve the team. So that's what you need. You know, that's why, that's why Mamelit Sundance was, was a step ahead um, amongst the rest because they, they were competing in Africa and they done well in Africa from that that experience as well they come back with that experience to come and play in locally even if you remember there was a point where Orlando Pirates was playing Champions League every season it was they were good within the league they were playing very well it's because of they took that experience and brought it back so that's what you need for you to say that you want to be the best you need to compete with the best what's happening at Pirates let's talk about Pirates now let's <coughs> everyone wants to know I mean, it's 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 sad for 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 a former player like me who played for Orlando Pirates mm-hmm. with 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 my whole heart. It's it's very sad to see what's happening in the team, but I know that uh, the chairman is not stupid. He knows he he knows football very well, and I know that he will make necessary changes that needs to be done. And uh, I think the players as well need to be reminded what it means to play for Orlando Pirates because I'm one of those players that never knew exactly what it means to play for Orlando Pirates until I left Orlando Pirates. And uh, you don't want to you don't want to be in that position where you feel like you you could have done better, mm. you know. And I, I don't think there's there's many players. I don't think there's there's enough players within the team that are willing to die for the team. We at the time when I was playing, we didn't have the talent that they have right now. But we were dying for the team. We were playing for the team. We were playing for the supporters because those guys come in numbers every game. And uh, now they need to the players need to check themselves and and actually look at themselves and and be honest with themselves whether they've been pr- they've been playing well for the team they've been giving themselves to the team or not if not so then then there's a new season there's a new chapter there's a new chance they need to they need to turn things around for for the supporters to start believing in them because this thing of firing coaches and hiring coaches is affecting the team because at the end of the day the players if they're not applying themselves properly on the pitch. Obviously, the coach will look like he's the one that doesn't know what to do. But then again, then you find players that are, the you find players that are playing very well training. You come to the game, it's a different story. So now you find that the coach now is also now surprised at what's happening now because mm-hmm. this player has been training very well. So Lando Paris, you need to understand that this it has a big following and it's got a lot of rich history. <coughs> Sorry. So if you're part of the team, you need to all know what you're doing there. Absolutely. Uh, as far as as far as your career, as we we wind things up, you you've had a, a fantastic career. I don't, I don't think there's there's too many things that you you haven't achieved. But what's been the highlight for you, and what's still left? What what do you still want to achieve before you hang up your togs? I mean, my 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 first highlight was to 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 be part of the the players that play in the World Cup. Especially the head home, yeah. um, knowing that there's so many talented players within the country, to be part of that, it was amazing. And um, secondly, it's 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 the first time when I won the league that way that I won the league, because at the time everybody thought that I wouldn't win anything within the team because I won everything individually. So that so now winning the winning the league the way that we did with ten games to go with no lose, we all won ten games. It was amazing for me, and um, I scored 
all the Christian goals. So it was it was it was one of those things as well. And um, lastly, it was winning the Champions League. You know, playing in in Egypt with those crowd. You know, <laughs> it, they they made it difficult for us when we walk into the pitch. They started throwing bottles at us. They wanted to intimidate us. But immediately when we started playing, they realized that uh, we we we're not intimidated at all. We we really want to win this. And after the game, they actually congratulated us. So it was amazing. The the atmosphere there. I don't think that I'll ever 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 see that again. And still to achieve, what do you still want to achieve? I, <coughs> I mean, I I have a winning mentality. I want to achieve everything because because I think that it, it will never be enough. You know, I, I haven't won the MTN eight. I don't know how many. Silver medals that I have in <laughs> tonight. <laughs> I don't need a space anymore for those. So I need to win. I think I've got silver medals for every cup. And uh, the only gold medal that I'm left with is an MTN8. But I know that if, 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 I can, if I can drive and push the guys to win the league, I know what the league means. I know how it feels to win the league. And uh, I know now that the confidence that Label is, uh, is having now because I was once there after winning Football of the Year. I know. But we need to support him as well because most South Africans, most players that won um, uh, Football of the Year, the second season they fade away. Mm-hmm. So I just hope that and I, and I pray that Label doesn't it's um doesn't fall into that trap as well so we need to we need to support him as much as we can we need to we need to support everybody that is, is going to uh help us uh, to win the day because level is very very important to the team absolutely take what thank you so much for coming through this evening much appreciated it's been amazing uh time flies when you're having fun <laughs> thank you so much for for coming through best of luck with with cape town city we look forward to seeing you uh performing thank uh you. Thank here you me. in cape town and and across the I'm country looking, i'm looking forward to perform for cape town city and hopefully there's lots of trophies in the in the future for you as That's well excellent stuff. You've been listening to SAFM Sports Wrap. Coming up on the other side of 7 o'clock, it is the talk shop with Naledi Maleo. Uh, lots to get through tonight as well. Thank you very much to my producer in Johannesburg this evening, Siobhan Chetty. If you'd like to be in touch, you can email sport at safm.co.za. You can also touch base via social media. Just search for SAFM Radio or me personally at Big Brad Brown is where you can find me. I'll be back again tomorrow afternoon. Right now it is 7 o'clock and time for your news.